Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Bar. I am Toby Pack, your innkeeper. And I am here as well, Jeff Thompson at your service. And with us today is the entire crew. Yay! Oh, oh. Hello. Oh, I'm Felicia, because, you know, uh, that's a thing. I'm JD. I'm Mac. I'm Alex. Uh, Jeff, you said at your service. Are you serving the drinks tonight? I mean, I'm here to serve everyone because I'm that nice of a guy. Okay, so last episode, you guys continued your fight. We ended right right as uh, Cash came flying in with the spear, threw it, and, and then landed. Um, you guys did a lot of planning before we started the, the fighting it. Uh, how do you guys feel like that helped you? What kind of conversations worked? Uh, I feel like you really came together as a crew, even to the point of planning initiative orders. Like, hey, we're going to hold turns, that kind of stuff. I wasn't privy to the planning, but I was told that the planning happened. <laughs> No, I think it was was I should do these things. Yeah, it was definitely. And I totally agreed with it and I did those things. We were on board. Well yeah, like I was trying to set up what I I felt combat could go I know as far as cash wise, honestly, because I'm cash is kind of at a point where he's halfway between two classes. So I don't have like a set role. But when I found out like how good a damage people can do, such as Sunny and Thunderfist, uh I figured that's obviously not going to be my role, but as a melee character now, um, I still want to be up there. And the whole point is to have someone that Thunderfist or Tick can always flank with, so I can providing that bonus. And I'm like, well, that obviously makes me more of a, you know, I don't know, assist, I guess, in the battle. Yeah. Um, and so the whole my whole goal was so I could get I wanted to get up there, make him flat footed because the the monster had reach and could get us from, you know, ten feet away. And so that was the whole point. And so I planned so that my character could do that. And I asked, okay, what's everybody else's role in this? What do we need to do? And, you know, Alex was here to talk about it. And it, it was obviously, it was obvious what uh, Thunderfist's role already was. It's going to go smash things. And Punch then, people. And then Sunny's role was obviously shoot things. Uh, but she was stuck in the tentacle creature's hands. So we're kind of like, ah, oh, what do we need to do? So we came up with this plan and planned ahead. And it, it worked out really well, well until Alex rolled a 20. Well, that, yeah. that changed it, but we, but I think you're, I liked what you said about how you, you can't always be the, the, the guy who's doing all the damage, but it's important to find something you can do, um, and do the assist because typically there are like characters that are built for that. And if you're in combat, you know, just like those, those characters who are built for damage aren't always built for like conversation moments. And so they yeah. don't do well with like diplomacy roles or whatever. And they, it's natural to like, for those characters to fall back and have a more passive role in the conversation uh, pieces. But, but it's harder to do that and have a more passive role or like a more background character type role in combat because the spotlight comes to you when it's your turn and you have to make a decision about what to do. So it's always, it's still good to like find something you can do to help that person who is good or can do a lot of damage to be even better than they are. Which I think really shined in, in this episode. Uh, you guys were doing that, right? Cash was making sure he was always in a place to flank. Uh, mm-hmm. Crumbles was back there talking to Cricket about, you know, do I do the herring fire? Do you do the herring fire? Which those are terms that the players use, right? The I guess the characters aren't really talking about it much, uh, except a few times where you guys would say it. And then, like, Mac, at one point you were like, hey, Crumbles or Felicia, let's... Uh, can you cover me? Can you? Yeah, you yeah. switched the verbiage was great. to cover me while you were casting your spell and stuff. Um, Jeff, you mentioned the 20. And that, we've had so many ones that have changed the game. 
And oftentimes when you guys crit in combat, it hasn't done much. But the 20 that cricket above all people <laughs> rolled had the stun. Sunny was was not doing great. She was getting chewed up. Crumble's getting chewed up. And then, bam, stun. So They drop. And what's crazy is like, bef- like episodes before this, I told Toby that Cricket's weapon only stuns. Like it doesn't do actual damage because it's broken. So that was like t- way like well established. I wasn't trying to do that at all. I wasn't trying to like, I was just trying to like distract the enemy. It was a totally fluke thing. Well, it was funny to hear even the lead up to you shooting, you were like, okay, can I heal? Okay, can I do this? Can I get my wisp? Can I cast a spell? And none of those options were available to you. And that is why you shot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I had to think about like all of the actions I can take and decide which one is like the, the best move for everybody. And I didn't know that was going to be a good move. I just knew that was the best thing I could do at the time. So it was amazing. It changed Cash's turn. Jeff was like, my turn changes now. I'm like, what do I do? Well, what was crazy about it is it didn't just change my turn. It was so it was so beneficial because even if he had just shot a stun and we went with the original plan, yeah, the creature would have been flat footed. But it was in that same turn we learned that the that the escape roll to get out of that thing was astronomically high. He's a big tentacle creature, best like grip you can get. And so we're like, now we're really screwed because I'll make a flat-footed great, but we got our damage dealers and, and whatnot getting all grabbed and stuff. So the 20 was really, really lucky. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it changed the whole game. It saved you guys. I mean, you it were really able did. to. Absolutely. You had one turn to reposition yourselves while this creature was stuck. And and then. It was super advantageous. Good night. The Couldn't fight even was done at, at that point. point. Yeah. 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 I love it how we just did a do do and like Crumbles and I just kind of like backstepped it up yeah and then it was just thunderfist and cash in the tentacles yeah and i used i used my gravity powers which cash had never used before that was pretty cool those were cool but like every time i try to use the distraction and powers they were i described them really great but they did ultimately nothing which it was quite wonderful it fits because that's such a new part of your character it's like okay well you can talk the talk but when are you gonna walk it's all about looking good yeah uh, (laughs) actually tell me about these gravity powers because you started doing that i was like he can do the one now so, yeah, so the Solarian uh, has a special power set where it can control the powers that hold the universe together, which is uh, the vacuum of space, basically the void, and the stars, which is like solar energy and like ultimately fusion. So I can like conjure both of those powers at will and use them to my advantage. That's why my weapon is made out of um, energy, because it's just solar energy, just in sword form. That's why I have that moat around me that looks like um, a sun in a star shape, like looks yeah. like on your forehead, Sunny's forehead. Um, not Max, because that would be really weird. We do the makeup every, every day. <laughs> You're like, she, okay, you, she anyway. keeps coming to the Sorry. table like this. I haven't said anything. You, guys, <laughs> you don't think it looks pretty? <laughs> but yeah, like, but I've been only using the Solarian powers because they do damage. And that was, I don't know, that seemed like the right thing to do. But with the Void ones, it ups my reflex save. Um, it's because like, and then I got this new power, this next level where I can create gravity wells and move things with it. So rather than a psychokinetic hand, it's literally manipulating gravity. It makes it just a little more powerful. That's why I got them. Oh, well, and then because I've had, because cash also has the envoy powers with the, in making things flat footed and stuff. And nowhere in the powers does it say I have to talk something into it. It's that I just, I'm good at distracting. Well, you know, get them to look here while you do something over here. And so that was the whole goal, but. 
Yeah. It still took it like, what, like three rounds before it actually started grabbing people again? And he was done. He was toast by then. It was awesome that he, like, when he did get stunned because it allowed everyone to kind of position themselves better. Like, Boris and Tick hopped over the freaking legs and were on the other side. And then when the thing woke up, we were all just like, well, fuck yourself. I'll tell you why. It only took a few rounds, too, is because Sonny had all these damage boosting abilities. Oh, yeah. That was incredible. I, I mean, we get we get to see its health bar. The, you listeners don't get to see it, but um, on our map here, we can see the health bar of the creature. And I just watched it go, like, in two of her turns, chunk, chunk, one hit point left. And we're like, ow, in the world. Well, one of that was Nami. One of them I'll was Thunder I'll be over here being Chop Suey. Thunder Guess your most damage-dealing attack was because. It was because yeah, of Sunny. So, totally. it's, you know, don't pat yourself on the back too early. Guess who else let you hit? Everyone else but you. So, you know, before you <laughs> sit there the and roll all your dice. Them Basically, you're LVP, sorry. <laughs> you're oh making sure God. someone gets to roll those damage dice while we set you up. No, you guys were both awesome, though. No, but, you guys were. I'm, I'm as, just kidding. As, oh, totally. But as, like, a whole team, like, we made that possible. So it wasn't really, like, one person. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Everybody. Exactly. Yeah, the, like, the, the 20 just added the opening for you to do the whole strategy we talked yeah. about the whole time. The 20 gave it. The, the 20 was the opening. I, I don't... That fight would have been way more difficult... Because Sunny and Crumbles were stuck. Your two ranged people were stuck in the grass. Yeah, I didn't and do anything. The twenty just we yeah, got so lucky. It really with did. That. It was so Super awesome. I mean, lucky. Crumbles wasn't hurt at all, but she was like, "This is really inconvenient." And then you guys find the base and go down. Super dark. We had to figure out things like who has dark vision. Things we don't use all the time. Was <laughs> there acid somewhere in there too? Came oh, across yeah, it was acid. at the top. There was acid. There was acid. We didn't really do anything just with the acid. Yeah. Um. So we had a 20 that really changed things this game. We also had a natural one that changed things. And we don't know what's going to happen. Why are you looking at me, Toby? Because you rolled it. That's your second uh, in a row. That's why. So you get up to the terminal. Sunny, the most cocky computer person in the galaxy, gets up to the computer terminal like, oh, finally, here's a computer. Sits down to start working. Uh, crumbles, cricket, and cash. And Tick all go to look at this this chopped up undead body. And uh, Sunny rolls a one on her hacking, trying to get in this computer, which triggered a defense mechanism. This laser wall suddenly powered on. And the three, four of you, including Tick, you're all trapped now behind this laser. There's been a lot of uh, biological traps in our Starfinder campaign so far. At least, at least in Cash's mind, because he got those spores in, or he got those creatures in him that were a disease that turned into hatching things, and now like magic spores. They aren't even like a plant; they're like a magic spore. That's true. A lot of there's a lot of biological stuff. But now you have Cricket, who knows Thank goodness. biology and we all that stuff. Obviously, needed it. Yeah, um, yeah, he knows everything. About every that crew stuff. needs the doctor. Too bad he's gonna uh, die. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> we'll see what happens hey, hey now. <laughs> uh, when we record the next episode. I think this the next one's episode two, right? Since I said someone may die. Yeah. Or was no, the last, last one too? That was the last one. He said in the, the next two or three. I thought he said in the next he one or two. One, and oh, we did he? we okay. fared well in those two, right. but I think but they got stretched the a little 20 bit. Yeah. Yeah. Stopped that. He may yeah. have thought we were going to go faster than we did too. So that's, that's true. Fair. That's true. It's possible. <laughs> uh, I definitely did think you would you would be to the lasers and uh, passed it, but we'll see. What <laughs> the happens. laser wasn't what was going to kill one of us. <laughs> oh. I've been dodging uh, lasers my whole life. <laughs> the fr- five minutes in, someone's dead. Oh, <laughs> that might happen. I I hope not. Hey. 
Knock, knock on the table. It's uh, so we do have an email from Eric. Eric writes, oh, this is for you, Alex. So <laughs> okay. uh, enjoy this. Uh, I really very much enjoy how Cricket sounds like Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> he must be not, not too far along in the Cricket saga because I think his, my voice started changing a little bit. Is less like Ray. I don't know. Let's give us a little cricket. Oh, uh, hey, how's it going? What are you doing over there? Is that like Ray Romano? I don't know. Talk about Say how your something. wife is always screwing things up. Yeah. Oh my God, she's in the kitchen making casseroles. She does not know what she's doing in there. Jeez. Say, say you got your jerk offs and your what is and your he says that he's in the office. Ray Romano is. Uh, he's like you got your jerk offs and your jerk ons and your jerks. You got your jerk offs, your jerk ons. You're jerks. Yeah. yeah. That's Ray Romano. You're Ray Romano. Romano. That's, Romano. That's Ray Romano. I have a whole page of Ray Romano quotes. Lay it on me. Oh, oh, Lay it on me. I, mis- I have this mistress. Show business. I, I have this mistress. Show business. Wow. There it is. Yeah. Uh, Eric, thank you so <laughs> much. Wait, wait. For- I, ha- I have a question. I hope Eric likes the show. It <laughs> says that he likes... <laughs> Cricket. Maybe I he hope he's enjoying Romano. the show as well. He's like, this show sucked, but then when Ray Romano was on there, holy crap. <laughs> that cost guys. us a I lot of money. I can't believe they got him. Special yeah, guest. <laughs> yep. That's true. He didn't say anything about like me. He just likes that you sound like Ray Romano. Can you say this one? <laughs> if I had, if my father had hugged me even once, I'd be an accountant right now. If my father had hugged me even once, I'd be an accountant right now. <laughs> oh my god. It's so Ray Romano. <laughs> that was awesome. Jeff, I think you have... Oh uh, yeah, someone emailed... Um, the side quest in. Okay. Oh, really? Gmail.com. Hey, okay. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Um, it, the, the person who uh, emailed us in, DV8. Hi, gang. I just wanted to say that I am enjoying your podcast immensely. I'm currently in the Outlaw Town episode, and I have to say that it's a nice break from the Dead Sons campaign. <laughs> Keep up the great work. You guys and gals are awesome. You're welcome. Oh, thanks, thanks DV8. DV8. Thank you. <laughs> just want to say from Crumbles, you're welcome for the Outlaw Town arc. Wait, DV8? Like, like D E like deviate from the the path. Yeah. So mm. so that's why they like the outlaw because t- we deviated uh, from the possibly. Of course, you would possibly. like outlaw yeah. town episode. Yeah. Boo. Deviate. Lucky for you, there's more than one outlaw town episode. So enjoy the uh, yeah, rest. Yeah, that's of what this. I was gonna point there's out like too. Six. There's a I few think. of them. There's a lot of them. Four. four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it felt and like six. After book three that we're in now, we're gonna be doing another arc where we're gonna find out a little bit about Thunderfist's past. Homebrew. Dun, 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 dun. Bum, bum, bum. I'm sure dun, it'll be dun, dun. amazing. Y'all, he punches a lot of people. No. Oh. That's it's... where he's the accountant. Oh, because he got hugged by his dad. Because he wants to be. <laughs> and, then it... <laughs> and then his dad left. He's an accountant, but he wants to be a producer, but Actually... he lands on being a boxer. Oh, yeah. God. That's what happens. That's perfect. Thank you so much. That's amazing. <laughs> Actually, it's when he's a beekeeper, but he couldn't find a wife. <laughs> So that's what led him to the crew. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A beekeeper didn't get married? Yeah. That is messed up. There's no home for the rest of us. Oh, that Yeah, but he was on a planet where there's no bees. How can you be a um, beekeeper yeah, with beekeeper. no bees? Well, he chose a bad profession. I just yeah, wanted to can't. really badly. He, he you don't, just, you don't wake up in the morning and go, I'm a beekeeper. That's, you got to at least keep some bees. Bee- You're born no. that way? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you can be born a beekeeper. I was born a beekeeper. Well, that's Thunderfist. We'll have to figure out what happens. I want to hear the courses. That's what happened. I want to hear like his dating past. 
It was in his love life. Yeah. Yeah. The, everyone. Maybe Which that's why he does Thunderfest. Like, decide. Like, it's, it was, yeah, really it was a lot of abusive women, so he learned how to box. Oh. Mm, okay. To defend Best himself. world sounds fascinating. Okay. Uh, we're going to do a new thing on Behind the Bar right now. Uh, where, so, I, I don't know if we've mentioned it, so I'm going to mention it again. We got these cred sticks. We mentioned it. We mentioned it. Okay. So, the metal cred sticks where we give out for awesome things or whatever happens in the episode uh, on behind the bar. Now we're going to divvy those out. So based on what happened, whoever the guest is at the time, or uh, if it's just Jeff and I will, we'll talk about it and then we'll give it out and you can use it for a reroll on a dice. Or if you think of something creative, you can use it for that kind of like a hero point in uh, pathfinder, but a little different. So, uh, who do you guys think should get this based on the last episode? Not so let's JD. talk about what what do you think are the, are the top moments or the top uh, decisions? I think the game changer was the natural twenty. I mean, but that's not just necessarily a role. exactly. Right. It's I not vote, necessarily what he did. I vote Mac because of the because she used her powers effectively to give us the most damage possible. That's right. That on seems the really good. sword on the sword. A creative yeah. use. And at the very end, when she rolled enough, you know, there we had a little other stuff. She rolled enough to make sure that damage got home. And it was one hit point left, but still. So I think that that's kind of like the twenty, like it's a dice roll. Or, but I like the idea of. Well, I like the, the choice of doing it. She she could have she. We set that up. It was like a set in volleyball. Well, right? and she, she that's true. yeah. So she she put this spell on this weapon and then didn't get to exactly. get the payoff. It like gave she it gave else. it to someone else. Like, true, that's I a used big it. Thing. Or we could give it to Tick because his character. Well, here's the reason why Tick is another player and he could definitely use it's these true. stuff. I'm he not can saying re-roll. That, but here's yeah. the thing, uh, Tick. Uh, I'm thinking in character terms. Uh, he is like the smallest guy. He has a lot of gusto. He's had the shaky gun for a long time. And now, what's the first thing he does? He hops through the creature's space to the other side and gets a position to flank with everyone. That's but pretty I, amazing. I would counter that because oh, yes. he isn't punching anymore. He was just biting. He oh. wasn't even using his go-to power. He's He was still shaking up in this episode for me. I just thought it was brave, I guess. Yeah, it was definitely it was brave. It was definitely brave. Uh, he, he's much braver. I, I would shy away from NPCs getting it. Okay. Um, I want it to kind of be a player thing, but I like I like the mindset. I like that though. I can't yeah. think of another moment. This episode was a lot of combat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I got you should be giving it to the oh, person who no no nope. set nope. it up. I think the best, which I think is Mac. Yeah. Uh, I unless Mac. we say the natural one. Unless, <laughs> no, because if it was based that's on the that's a dice well, then, yeah, like that's, yeah, that's, that's a dice roll. It just being that's a fair, dice roll. That's, that's not. That's uh, not. Okay, so Mac, you get the uh, metal cred stick. Ken? Now, question for you guys: Since we're going to be giving these out every behind the bar, should it be? Ha- does it? Should you we make it have use to be it? used the next episode? I think it yes. should be used yep. one one episode only use. Yep, because Ooh, you, don't wanna, episode. you don't want to. You don't want to like. We don't want to save them all up. Yeah. yeah. So the next episode. Uh, you have use to it. use this. Otherwise, it's gone. Otherwise, it's gone. I really have you used like yours, that. Jeff? You used yours, right? He uses yeah. to, he get this shards. to get the shard. To get the shard. That's yeah. right. Uh, we, have a, we have a Patreon now. Uh, if you haven't heard or seen, uh, please go check it out. It, you can support the show there if you want to. Get some extra content. We're currently going to work on a storyline that will only be available to our Patreons. That's called The Adventures of Tick, A Goblin Story where we're going to role play through how Tick got to the Acreon. And the moment that the crew finds him, we're going to explore how he got there. 
We're 100% going to roleplay it. With the end goal in mind, this is where Tick needs to end up. And the crew will be playing goblins. And we'll see what happens. Uh, If you don't know what a Patreon is, it is this really cool website to go support um, artists um, in every medium and genre. Uh, You can go and you can say you want to, hey, donate just $1 every single month to make sure that they have enough money to art or (laughs) to produce the content that you love to see. So check ours out. Go exploring, support artists in your neighborhood, and Patreon's just amazing. Check it out. It totally is. And, you know, we're going to, we'll keep doing our weekly episodes no matter what. Like, that'll always be free. But if you want the extra content, if you want to get a holiday card from us every year, which we didn't say what holiday, so it'll be kind of funny. Arbor Day. (laughs) No, it's going to be shit like that. Boxing Day. Like, we're not going to send shit out on Christmas. It's not going to happen. Boxing Day. It'll be a Thunder Fist card. Hot Dog Day. Talk Like a Pirate Day. day. Yes. Ice Cream Day. Yep. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be the most random shit. So if you guys want to interact with us more that way, we have community posts on our Patreon site. We try to post on it pretty regularly and respond to everyone. So we would just love to have you be part of our community and just be a patron of our show. That's all we have time for today on Behind the Bar. If you would like to reach out and have a question for us, please send that to thesidequestin at gmail.com or you can shoot us a message on Twitter at thesidequestin. Let us know what you think. Ask your questions. Give us a review on iTunes. All of those things. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Uh, If you want to send in quotes that you want Alex to read as Ray Romano, send those in. Uh, We'll have him read those when he's here. Uh, It'll be a good time. And as always, remember Remember to tip your bartenders. bartenders.